I'm Kurt Hosworth with Public Radio 90 WNMU-FM, and this is Northern Arts and Culture. And today, we're talking with the solo crossover guitarist David Rogers, and he returns to the Upper Peninsula this September for a concert at the Orpheum Theater. That's Thursday, September 2nd, 2021, and he has a set list that blends traditional classical pieces with pop tune arrangements and a whole lot more for the guitar. And he's joining us by phone this morning to tell us more about it. So first, welcome, David. Good to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Great to be here. Yeah, good to have you back here mm-hmm. and also back in the mm-hmm. Upper Peninsula. So, um, I guess my first yeah. big my first big question for you is how have you been holding up during the last year and a half? I mean, that's a pretty big question from the coronavirus to the social unrest and a lot more that's causing uncertainty in the world. Has that shaken up your performance schedule and kind of what you do on a daily basis? Well, yes. <laughs> is it is the short answer. Um, yes. Uh, I, I, I do notice things are coming back pretty strong, and I've had it a little bit easier than a lot of folks because I, I, <clears throat> I, I live in a, a pretty, pretty healthy, active musical climate. Mm-hmm. And last summer particularly, I was able to stay pretty busy, you know, in the region and a little bit of traveling in in Oregon and the in the Northwest. People in the summer they they love to go outside. They just love to be outside in the summer. And it rains so much in the winter that as soon as the sunshine hits and the solstice, the summer solstice happens, people are just outside. So that actually has has been fine, and I, I I do my count myself as being fortunate that um, I was able to do more performance wise than than it could have been, which has mm-hmm. kept you know kept the sanity thing uh, going. <laughs> right, uh, right. You know, so that that was very helpful on. Um, you know, psychological and, you know, of course, financial levels, too. Um, I, I took the opportunity to do a lot of kind of creative projects. I was able to um, kind of work on some digital editing for some recording that I actually, I am originally from the Detroit area. And on a, oh, geez, now it's like almost two years ago, I was visiting home in in Dearborn, and uh, my my cousin uh, Sean Morse, uh, he has a recording studio, and I was able to do some recording at his place. And then later on, I, I was able to edit it. That's been kind of a kind of an ongoing artistic, personal artistic enrichment project of my own is getting into digital editing and. And being able to do that, mm-hmm. uh, so I was able to do that, and then I, I've been composing and arranging, geez, for a long, long time. And uh, during, you know, during the, the the quarantines, I was able to go through and and sibilify and typeset, you know, keep uh, to catch up, I guess, with everything I, I've written and arranged. So. Right. That's good. 
Yeah, yeah. lots of lots of creative things that uh, keep you going uh, during some tough yeah. times. It sounds. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, that's that's really good to right. hear, and and also good that you were you know fortunate to have some some live events to continue with and. As you mentioned, yes, mm-hmm. when the when the weather gets nice and we're able to get outside, I mean, especially after such a long period of being, you know, stuck indoors for whatever amount of time, I'm sure it was a breath of fresh air for people to come see you and, and hear your guitar performance, which is also a great thing that's going to be coming up uh, early September up in our region. So yeah. I wanted to, wanted to talk about that yeah. a little bit. Um, because uh-huh. you've you've previewed a, a pretty wide variety of musical styles uh, in in your uh, previous mm-hmm. performance and also this upcoming concert, ranging from works of mm-hmm. J.S. Bach to the Beatles to Roxy music, and uh, mm-hmm. just like to uh, have you tell us what you what you aim to bring to an audience through this this vehicle of your guitar. Are you looking to take an mm-hmm. audience for a little bit of a ride? Oh yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I, I've got. You know some pretty big classical pieces. I'll, I'll be bringing uh, the Bach fugue. Uh, I think the, the BWP number is one thousand. It was originally written for vi- you know part of a violin partita, and then uh, arranged by a colleague of Bach who is a lutenist. And I, I'm playing the lute version, so it's kind of an extended fugue. And then um play in the first movement of Mauro Giuliani's Opus 15, the Allegro Spirito, ending the, the, the first half with that piece. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting and bouncy. Mm-hmm. And then some Spanish, you know, more traditional Spanish classical pieces. Uh, kind of new things uh, going along with the more popular music, pop music, is I've always really been very fond of cheap tricks, I want you to want me. Mm-hmm. And I've always been very taken by the kind of Beatlesque harmonies and melody of that, that one piece. So I've got an arrangement of that that I've been developing. I, I made the arrangement through the setting last geez, last late autumn and been slowly playing it in you know, or, or playing it in shows and kind of kind of developing it through that. And then I I came across I, I, I listen very avidly to jazz and <clears throat> enjoy, you know, playing jazz and improvising when when I can. Um uh, and I came across a piece called Lawn by Carla Bley okay. and just just fell in love with this piece and it's got this really simple <clears throat> almost folk song melody or almost almost medieval chant it very kind of narrow range and and yet it kind of goes up this minor third at this one point and and back down again just kind of keeping in this very narrow range. But the harmonies underneath are just amazing. And just these complex, very ingeniously kind of arranged harmonies. So I've got an arrangement of that. I, it is kind of something that I wrote out. But to, what, what I did kind of developing the piece is I, I just set up a loop pedal 
and with my electric mm. guitar and, and played. You know, I just recorded the changes and then improvised for a long time and then mm-hmm. kind of wrote down my favorite bits. Nice. So, yeah, as it, people seem to, to respond uh, well to that. Yeah, and it sounds like you're kind of uh, challenging yourself to, uh, you know, try a few different things and, as you said, develop mm-hmm. through the act of performing. You know, if there's something that might hit you a little bit differently during a performance, maybe you take that idea and run with it with the next time or or consider a different, yeah. uh, you know, arrangement for the next uh, performance, whatever it might be. Sure, yes. Excellent. Exactly. Well, so mm-hmm. I wanted to also talk about uh, your energy as a, a solo act because you performed as an ensemble, you know, as an ensemble member mm-hmm. before, and you've performed all over the world too. And I'm sure you've felt lots of different energies, um, you know, from different crowds and different locations. But uh, do you feel mm-hmm. a different performance energy being a solo act? And has that also changed over time? Uh, geez. Uh, yeah, I, I I guess I I think with with the solo performing, I I think you're really you know it's just you and the audience, and you know performing to me has always been a very social thing. You're really connecting with people on a very immediate level, sometimes almost telepathically, perhaps. Mm. And with the solo performing, I, I think you're reacting, or at least my impression of it is that you're on that level with the audience and you can kind of sense where they are and, and, you know, where you are and and all of that with the ensemble, uh, which I always, you know, still try to, to do as much as I can. Mm -hmm. Um, you've got that. And also with the other performer or performers, so uh, one just develops that kind of that social connection, you know, quasi telepathic uh, connection with with the other performers as well. So mm-hmm. that's fun. Um, one thing I've been doing is I've been traveling. If if I have the opportunity of of like sharing a performance, like with another guitarist or something. We'll do a few jazz tunes, maybe a, a couple classical things, and uh, yeah, that's really fun. The improvisation, one, my kind of the thing that draws me to to jazz and improvisation is again that kind of social connection that you're just it's it, you're just connecting uh, conversationally with another person or a musician. Right. Right. Kind of kind of like what we're doing now, but. Yeah, but just more musically, right? And that's I think that's a good uh, a good way of framing things. That not only are you a performer, but you're a communicator, and you're you're hoping to communicate mm-hmm. with the audience that way. And that's a that's a wonderful thing. Instead of feeling like maybe you're you're up on a stage and then they're down there kind of thing. It sounds like it's more of a communal event, and uh, that that sounds like a wonderful thing yeah. to look forward to. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely how you know, where where I am with it and what, what I think about it as, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, just a reminder, we're speaking with David Rogers. He's the solo crossover guitarist who will be coming back to the Upper Peninsula for a concert at the Orpheum Theater up in the Keweenaw. 
and that's Thursday, September 2nd of this year. And, uh, you know, we're talking about his his set list and uh, his performance history and a little bit of everything. And uh, I wanted to ask, is there anything or any place that you would recommend um, somebody start with if they want to take a look at what you've done so far, maybe some performance videos or your website? Oh, yes. Uh, please visit my website. I, I had it recently upgraded, and uh, I think it's all pretty easily accessed. There's a kind of a, a, a rewritten tweaked bio that I'm currently happy with. And then, but mainly, if you go to the music section, there are videos. And then in the CD audio uh, section, there are links to to stream uh, from my recordings that I've done. And there's kind of an ongoing project is I've got a couple discs that are out of print. and I'm I'm up- uploading those onto SoundCloud, kind of somewhat slowly. Uh, but check for those. And then also uh, because of the, my recent project of typesetting so much music this last year on Sibelius, I've got kind of a a page on Sheet Music Plus that if you're interested in in uh, obtaining copies of my arrangements and compositions, you can you can do that there. I've also got a couple things that I've arranged for piano. Also, uh, a few of my kind of more accessible compositions hmm. that, if one happens to be a keyboard player, and I, I kind of expect there are more keyboard players in the world than classical guitarists, <laughs> so one might take advantage of those. Sure. And that's all at uh, davidrogersguitar.com, all one word. And uh, like you said, it is looking pretty spiffy here. All one so, word. Yeah, you can, yeah, that's your cool. one-stop shop for everything there. Uh, to learn more about David mm-hmm. Rogers and his upcoming performance schedule, and as we've been talking this morning about his upcoming visit to the Upper Peninsula, Thursday, September 2nd at the Orpheum Theater. Well, David, thanks so much for taking some time to speak with us today. It's always good chatting with you and uh, always great to talk more about, uh, you know, what you've got on the set list. So I hope that there's a a good turnout for things. And uh, again, thanks for the time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for talking.